Welcome to the Save the Such podcast. I'm Cliff Anderson. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Trey. Tariq. We here now. We in here. This is our third episode. Third episode. Number three. Yeah. And we are excited. Yes, sir. We would like to take this time out to thank everybody that liked, commented, shared, subscribed, and just communicated with us about the first two episodes. This podcast won't con- continue to grow without you guys. So thank you. We really appreciate it. We're going to give you a small round of applause. Definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That boy excited. Yeah, let him. Let I'm go. not gonna hold y'all. I like doing that. Yeah. yeah. Give him the disclaimer, bro. Uh, for the disclaimer for this episode, you might hear some explicit or adult language, so mm-hmm. please be advised. Today's episode, episode three, is called "Let's Talk About Sex." I can't help it, bro. I gotta sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is going to discuss a few things. We're going to discuss how sex is presented to us in church. Um, our sexual environment growing up, mm-hmm. and we might talk about our first time being introduced to sex physically. So, how y'all doing today? I'm great, man. Great, happy to be here. Super, Same, bro. I'm, I'm Very happy. Productive to be here. day, man. I'm excited. Today is um the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> hey, I felt that thing, boy. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, We're excited about this episode because it's a topic that needs to be talked about more in church. Right. And needs to be talked about more candidly in church and Mm -hmm. casually because just like it's presented to us in so many variations out in the regular world, it should be presented to us like that in church. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be so black and white. When it's not a black and white topic, it's very, a very gray topic. Very watered down in church. Very, very watered down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, and I think that comes from like people are like before us always like do as I say. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't ask no questions. And that's this is the problem. Law. Exactly, and that's the problem. Because we go out to the world without the extensive knowledge of sex and different other things that we should have. So it's really doing us a disservice because you're not fully preparing us. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like the the presenter is definitely scared to say the wrong thing because of the place that they're in as far as church. Right. Because you can really be looked upon differently if you say the wrong thing while you're in that pulpit. Right. That's facts, bro. So, yeah. I mean, and I get it in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, whatever. So I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. I church. grew up in church as well. Definitely grew up in church. So uh, how was church presented to you guys growing up? Sex. Not church. I'm sorry. How was sex in church presented to you guys? Um, with me, it was just more or less like, don't do it. Sex is the devil. <laughs> and if you if you have sex, you're going to get someone pregnant. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to have babies because my mom used to tell me all the time, if you have a kid, I'm not watching a kid. That was your fault. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I just with me, I was just too scared to do it at a young age because everything was just a negative persona about it. Right. That's facts. The big thing was just, uh, yeah, like he said, don't get nobody pregnant. There was a little part about diseases, but the major, the major thing was just don't bring no babies on. Literally. I'm going to definitely have to share that same sentiment. It was always, don't come in here with no babies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't come with no babies. But I, I, you know what I don't get about that? It's like, especially when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. Teenagers naturally have a rebelliousness to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because you said it, and that's all you said, 
we're gonna want to do it more. Yeah, that's you how I, that's how it was. I, like with me, me hearing that, I'm like, okay, like because I heard it at a pretty young age to not have mm-hmm. sex. But like as I kept hearing it as a teenage a teenager, I'm just like, yo, like at this point, I'm getting very curious, and I really just want to experience it for myself. Like, right, bro. and then that's when your hormones start taking off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And us growing up, it's, I mean, it's completely different now. It's just out there now yeah. from stuff you see on the internet. But you know, what I mean, definitely uh, a couple of shows growing up and movies. You know, you just like, wait, so why can't I do this? So you know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely a little it's curious. definitely presented as something very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're telling me not to eat candy. Mm-hmm. Because candy's bad. Don't get cavities. Right. But I don't even understand what cavities are. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to take my chances. Right, right. I'm going to take my chances. Definitely, uh, church definitely presented things like it was very black and white. Mm-hmm. Don't have sex. Don't have no babies. Don't catch STDs. Basically. Like, exactly. That's why I like when uh, First Lady speaks at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Pastor Carol Taylor. Shout out me. When she speaks at the church because she doesn't water it down. Like She keeps it, it could be It could be kids from all the way from two years old all the way up to, <laughs> to grown men and grown she, women. Like She's she going to break it. it down the way that you need to hear it. And she'll tell you her past um, experience. That's what I love, for sure. that, That's what I love. I respect it, too, because, you know what I mean, people just be... Um, that's the whole point of this. You know, what I mean, we're not really scared to tell. You know, we definitely trying to help somebody. That's the message behind it. And like he said, she um, yeah, she definitely she keeps it a bill, bro. She did a whole. Remember, she was um, she did a sermon on uh, WAP when it had yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they threw everybody off because everybody was coming out to us like, what is WAP? <laughs> You can't even tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you man, gotta I Google that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta Google that. Yeah, when you go home, that's when it was fresh, fresh off the press. That's dude. when they yeah, were right. fresh. It, it was like a week out. It was it still was, hot, bro. It was, it was still hot. Yeah, and, and that's the the echo. I mean, more churches should echo that style because mm-hmm. it makes everything more relatable, right? And it makes because oftentimes church people are viewed as this higher morality. They have the higher morality, and they have an elite elitism. Um, Mindset. Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody does, but that's how it's viewed. It's the mm-hmm. titles, right? And mm-hmm. it is the titles. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that she break it down and be like, "Look, I used to do X, Y, and Z, and I ain't scared to tell you." And I ain't scared. To t- and that's like uh, Tariq said. It's the whole point of the podcast. It's just a show that we're all out here trying to press towards the mark, which is our tagline scripture, mm-hmm. Philippians three fourteen. I there press towards the mark and the. The, the, the key word there is pressing. It's, it's a constant movement forward. Right. It's not getting stagnant in a situation or not getting stagnant in a place in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a constant move forward. This yeah. this this Christian um, race is, is definitely a marathon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's, you know what I mean it's a race mm-hmm. like the Bible says you know what I mean it's not a one day event it's not a one weekend event it's not a one month event you know what I mean people be in this for years you know what facts, I mean so facts. yeah it's gonna be some hiccups it's gonna be some speed bumps along the way but you just gotta get up and keep pushing and pressing keep pushing them up and it's like like for myself like even if I wasn't a part of this podcast and I was like the listener mm-hmm. like with transparency that's how I learned. I can't look at the Bible and read it word from word and get anything out of it. Right. I need those uh those transparency ties of life right. to be brought in with the with the scripture and then I'm able to understand it. Right. But like reading it word from word, like my girl told me herself, like when she would go to church, like she sometimes she wouldn't understand it word from word from the Bible. But mm-hmm. when people was bringing in, well, this is what I did back in the day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm here and tying it in with a scripture, man. It just makes everything it, 10 times yeah. be- better it's, and it's, easier to take. It's relatable. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the key part mm-hmm. about delivering any message. Mm-hmm. I tell this people all the time. You know, oftentimes people get nervous mm-hmm. about doing public speaking. Right. Mm-hmm. And my personal motto was this. Everybody has something in common with everybody. Mm-hmm. We all have parents. Mm-hmm. We all have family members. Most of us have kids. Right. 
We all have jobs. Mm-hmm. We all trying to make more money right. in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. You find these commonalities with people, and it'll ease, take the nerves away and ease the conversation. Facts. So, growing up, sex was presented just in my just social environment. Mm-hmm. It was literally all over. Mm-hmm. I'm 35. So, yeah. um, like... <laughs> 35. <laughs> 41. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> so, like, when the... Uh, what's the juvenile joint? Um, the, the, the early 2000s joint? Yeah, 99 for the yeah, 2000? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's literally the definition of my childhood and teenage years. Mm. That song and the way sex was presented, it was literally everywhere. Not now, and just because we didn't have social media back then. Mm, right. I was in college when Facebook came out. So you go look back at it and all the music videos, all the sexual suggestive songs, and just how everything was okay. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so growing up, sex was literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was made to be like, this is a natural part of life, which which it is. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying sex is not natural because that's not the case. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here if mm-hmm. it wasn't for natural sex. Exactly. Right. Um, but the over-sexualizing everything was made normal. So, Facts. And I, I feel like I feel like I understand exactly what you're saying as far as like the music videos and mm-hmm. how like sex was just like pushed right into your face. But it's even worse now because all all you have to do is open up the Instagram app and it's right there. And you can scroll 10, 15 times and it's still going to be there. TikTok, Twitter. Twitter Twitter after dark might be the worst thing out there. If you you got a Twitter, bro. That's the thing? Yeah, bro. You get on Twitter around 10 p.m. That's what oh, I call oh, it. Oh, that's what, it'd be all kind of Twitter be popping. Bro, it'd be all kind of videos in there. And then you got stuff going on like the Buss It Challenge. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. That joint going bro, crazy right that now. That joint's doing numbers. Yeah, facts. Bro, it is, man. But everything is, like I said, over-sexualized. You see how normal it is now, though? Yeah, it's very normal. Like, now you have, like, from, like, teenagers all the way up to, like, 40-year-old, 50-year-olds doing the Buss It Challenge. That is normal. Bro, I've seen a girl... Somebody's grandmother was doing a bus challenge. I said, hold on, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Grandma said she got to throw that thing back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you going to see this? She was like, man. look, that's how you think your granddaddy's still here. Right, right, right. But right. we was just talking about this at work, TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody at work was looking at the, the they TikTok, and the bus challenges kept kept popping up. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, bro, TikTok going to mess around and get a lot of people locked up. Facts. Because you don't know how old, you know, unless you like go to the girl's profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. This girl could be 15, and you out here like, ooh. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna get a lot of people caught up, mm-hmm. right? And, and you see how the, the 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 devil moves into these situations, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right? You know what I'm saying? It Buster Child was just something fun to do at first. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a it's a thing thing. Yeah, like the devil, like you gonna see this, you're right? See this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm on my fast now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the fast. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a uh, social media fast. It's some guy put on my heart. Uh, for the month of January, um, yeah, I ain't getting back on there until February. So y'all keep me in, in y'all prayers, man. I just, uh, you know, what I mean, just be strong in this walk. But yeah, that's that's just the thing, you know. what I mean, just that's my struggle with social media and the things that you know. What I mean, I'm uh, that's on there, like that type of busted challenge and stuff. So yeah, man, I'm just trying to just get deeper with God, man. That's, that's really real. good, bro. That's real, man, and. It's a weakness for a lot of people because mm-hmm. it's so it makes everything it makes sex like before you could watch porn, but you have to get a DVD right or a VHS. Mm-hmm. That, right. That goes in the VCR. I don't know if y'all knew that, but um, <laughs> it's a tape. Showing your age. It's a giant cassette tape. <laughs> but now porn is like 
dot 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 is so Google so easy to Ew, access it, bro. Yeah. Bro, it's on Twitter, bro. Yeah, I'm not lying I, to you. I, oh, I've seen I've seen it on Twitter. <laughs> See, look, that's why I don't have the Twitter app. Exactly yeah, it's on Twitter, why. bro. So it, it makes it so accessible mm-hmm. that it's hard to steal away from it. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And then all the stuff desensitizes you to actual real life sex mm-hmm. and the whole concept behind sex. And the whole how you even perceive sex in real life is tainted by all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And like we always say on this podcast, you see with your eyes, Mm -hmm. your your mind is what your eyes see. And what's in your heart is what your eyes intake. So um, it's something we definitely got to steer clear from or try to, like like Tariq said, he on a social media fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like there's so many ways you can try to stay away from it facts and it's like it doesn't even matter like how far you are into church whether you're a pastor bishop elder everyone has eyes everyone sees the same thing it's just how 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 strong-minded are you to get past that and allow god to lead you away from what the devil's trying to put you in facts bro that's key Mm -hmm. bro i don't (laughs) i ain't gonna even front i didn't see some stuff on twitter Mm -hmm. next thing you know it's like you scrolling through and you see the video Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, it's another video. Then you click the profile. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, like it's like a hook, bro. Kind of like it draws you in on some like weird. I can't even describe it, bro. But it's like once your eyes see, it's like, oh shoot, like you want to get deeper in that, like, right. bro. Hook, right. line, and sinker, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And and even in the Bible, how many brothers fail because of sex? Right. David killed my man's because he wanted to sleep with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, all so many scenarios in the Bible. So Samson and Delilah, right? bro. I was gonna bring that up. That was the, <laughs> I, I was thinking about recording today, and that was the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. The, 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 was, the bro, my man was out here dripping. Right, he was draping <laughs> out here. Long hair, don't care. She kept saying, "You don't love me. Why won't you tell me?" <laughs> bro, got caught up in the game. Right, he, bro. Samson was on TikTok. He followed one of them and girls. That's the thing. Like people always say, like the. The Bible is not for these times. The Bible is not relatable. Yeah, you can right. find this stuff in the Bible and just like Related. basically put it in 2020 terms or right. 2021 terms right. and it would be the same exact thing. They was right. going back. They was going to do the same thing back in the day. That's like we're going through right now. It, ain't nothing new under the Temptations. sun. Nothing new. People nothing were setting people up. Mm-hmm. People was killing people, mm-hmm. robbing. It was real. Bro. <laughs> Judas, what? Judas uh, betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, bro. My man. 30 pieces, bro? 30. Setting your mans up, bro. That happens every day, bro. Yeah, facts. Some, facts. I mean, but that's, that's life ain't nothing but a recycle. It's just recycled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you put different labels on the same thing. But back to your point about Samson, the devil attacked him where he was weak at. Mm-hmm. My man knew he had a thing for the women. Yeah. Right. And he got caught up in the game. My there- man. He fought it off, fought it off, mm-hmm. and then she threw that thing on him. Next thing you know, he was talking, bro, spilling the tea, bro. My yeah. man was like, look, I get all my hair, my power from my hair. Yeah. And then she got him, cut his hair smooth off. Mm-hmm. But I guess Samson got the last laugh. He killed everybody. Yeah, end, right, so. right. While he was blind. Right. Oh, <laughs> savage. Yeah, bro, he pushed the... The, the story is like he pushed the I, pillars, pushed the pillars down. Yeah, mm-hmm. he asked God for like one more little hit of strength, mm-hmm. and my man was just like, "Yush." He had that joint planned out. Yeah. <laughs> he was, bro. He, you know how betrayed he was must have felt. Yeah, like I let you in the crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I let bro. you meet my mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you go play me like this. Same thing that happens in twenty twenty one. Say less. Man, for real. My man said, I'm pushing these pillar downs. Ain't nobody going home tonight. Mm-hmm. Nobody. We go party it. like it's never going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to segue into that, bro, um, 
the first time I was presented with sex, like physically in my own personal mm-hmm. life, I was 18 and um, it was a ridiculous situation of how I lost my virginity mm-hmm. or whatever. But, you know, oftentimes, growing, especially as black males, I've only been black. I've never been nothing else. So I can't mm-hmm. speak to nothing else. Brown? <laughs> I've been a little brown, <laughs> depending on the time of my life. <laughs> been a little brown. I'm more brown now than actually black. Uh, but growing up, they tell you, like, you see, you like you growing up and you meet a little girl, right? Your goal is to have a girlfriend, whether mm-hmm. it's pronounced to you or not. Your goal is to have a girlfriend. And then you grow up, girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. And then you start to see, like, different parts of your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You started to notice her breast and her booty. And just in general, you start noticing that thing. Mm-hmm. So growing up, especially black men, they teach us how to be players. Right. You know, and that's the move. That's the way to go. Everyone Get as many as you can. That, Everybody got that on. Well, you better be a player. That hey, environment. You know I, don't I mean? do I, it. I see her looking at you, player. Yeah, yeah. go get it. <laughs> Before you even recognize that lay it on you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was eyeing you. Yeah, yeah. I seen right. her. I seen her. <laughs> so it, it's like sex is, like you said, thrown in your face mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that you grow up thinking the more women I have, mm-hmm. the more sex I have. The more of a man I am, right? Facts, and like with me, um, me personally, I lost my virginity. When I was like fifteen, like a freshman in high school. Man, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It just, it was very desirable, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, literally, like, let me just do it just to see how it is. Let me just get a piece, just a little taste to see how this actually is. That everyone was telling me not to do it, but then as you get older, you got some people that's telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you got some people telling you not to do it. So once I heard the some people telling me to do it, I was like, you know what? Well, I've been hearing this my whole entire life. People telling me not to do it. Let me just go to yeah. the other side. Go to the right side real right, quick. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man. But definitely me. Um, shoot, I lost mine probably around sixteen. Um, yeah, she's a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she. I don't want to. Nah, I don't want to blame her. But yeah, she kind of talked me into it. <laughs> we got okie doke. Like, yeah, I don't, don't want to blame her. But yeah, she kind of talked me into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's a little bit older than me. But but yeah, man. After a while, bro. Like I don't know. Well, yeah, I could just say it's part of my Christian. Well, you just realize, like, bro, that that stuff is temporary. You know what I mean? Them type of feelings, bro. But mm-hmm. yeah, bro. Bro, even to your point, you said she talked you into it. Mm-hmm. You can see that now. That's very predatorial. Like behavior of her, right? Mm-hmm. She okie doked you into thinking I should have sex with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be okay, <laughs> right? Like yeah. nobody knows. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. You need to experience this, mm-hmm. blase, 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 and 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 it's it's crazy how that always happens. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I've never been a woman, but I can imagine how they perceive sex through their eyes, right? You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned for next week. Yeah. Next week. Part two. Sex talk part two. Let's talk about sex part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Let us you see what I did there? You see what I did there? You won't get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> or sued. One of the two. Uh, but sex is over. Everything is over sexualized. Mm-hmm. And the over sexualization of things became normal. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Look at the 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 type of bodies people want these days or the type of bodies people are attracted to. Right. We alluded to this in our, I think our first episode about yeah. the Instagram models. Um, but that to beat a dead horse. But um, you see how everything has become sex sales. Right. And I, it's, I think it sells because it's one of those, 
uh, is very attractive. Like the idea of sex is attractive. It's never going to not sell. It's going to facts. No matter how many years this earth is 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 around for, like it's all sex is always going to be around. Been selling since beautiful the first women day. is going to always be around. <laughs> Temptation is always going to be around. Right. Like, then you got people right. like you know I mean like you said the environment we grow on people. Uh, telling you their numbers. I'm in the 30s. I'm in the 40s. Oh, I done lost track after 20. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. You know what I mean? That that can turn people off and I can make people want to go, man, I'm trying to get like you, big cuzzo. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. That's all a part like of Like with me, uh, like, I'm not going to get into my numbers and all that, but like back in the day when I was younger, like, I was very excited to be like, yeah, this this is my number. You feel me? This is how many shorties I didn't smash. Like, yeah. I felt good about it. But looking back at it now, like it never, it didn't make me a better man. It didn't make me a nah. bigger man than the next man. It's right. just me being young and dumb and thought thought it was cool. But right. you got to make that transition. And like and like we said, as far as the soul ties, you became people's stuff. You didn't realize, dang, that's why I'm feeling this way. Right. You know? That's exactly, right. and that's the part I think they don't really teach you about in church. Mm-hmm. Your parents you know, don't even teach you that. And I don't know if it's because people don't know. Or they haven't realized it, mm-hmm. but that's definitely a conversation you need to have as you're talking about sex. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes parents don't give kids enough credit. Right. Like they would, they, they don't say stuff because they think we're not going to understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as a parent, that's your job to, to break it down to a place where they can understand. And um, I was doing some research um, and, and uh, called around a couple, you know what I mean, people that I respect in, uh, in this walk. And uh, somebody had told me about a thing called Marine Spirits. And um, you know, I mean, you can Google Google this yourself, but a marine spirit is is basically like the uh, the lust spirits. Like they control like all the sex, they control music. You know, what I mean that sort of thing. But um, basically, this 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 guy I know, he basically was like trying to break out of his lust walk, basically. And he was like, um, he was so deep in that um, demons, like the the marine spirit, was basically having sex with him in his dream. Wow. And he would wake up with like with like semen on him, oh, like he had just physically did you. it, yeah. like like you mean like like he really physically did it. And he was like, "Bro, it's like in the word it, it teaches." And well, I forgot, I gotta look it up. But in the word it, it shows you like sometimes you could be so deep in the lust you don't realize it that like these demons you're like married to them, mm-hmm. and you be having y'all can have kids and all that sort of thing. And as he was trying to break away, like he began to start seeing dreams of like. They like they like mermaids. They kind of look like they they like sea creatures. Like they're in the sea. That's why they call marine spirits for real. But yeah, man, it's a whole that's a whole different topic, bro. It's yeah. oh yeah, bro. It, it can get deep, bro. bro it can get for deep, real, bro. for real. Bro, I, like, I had never heard of that before. But bro. like, I know I know it's real, bro. I yeah. know it's real, bro. bro those, those demons are real. Yeah. That's that's serious because. The Bible talks about becoming one flesh with somebody, mm-hmm. and you don't know what that person is carrying. Right. right. Whether it's a mental disorder or just mental anguish in general, mm-hmm. you you take a piece of that once you have sex with them. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And to Reek's point, um, when you're in that lust spirit, it's really hard to get out of it because mm-hmm. you have. We naturally have these urges. You know what I'm saying? God gave us these urges. But it's up to us to try to curve them or to find a way to manage them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I've been with women before a few, and I think over time, the more and more casual sex I was having, the less meaningful it came. Mm-hmm. Became to the point where it was like, mm, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that the sex wasn't good, but afterwards, I almost literally like I could feel a piece of me was just 
<laughs> Sucked out of me. Listen, bro, and and I can definitely, I can definitely ag- agree with that. Like, I can definitely relate to it because I remember it was a point in time where I was going through a dark, dark time in my life, and with me, I was just messing with this woman and this woman and this woman, just knocking them off. And um, while I was in in that in that in that realm of just knocking women off, I ended up meeting my girl. And it was like with my girl, she gave me something that the other women wasn't giving me. Right. She gave me conversation. Wow. She listened to me. I was able to vent to her. It's the little things. You feel me? Like she made my heart warm. Like she made yeah. me feel like, all right, well, this is the one. Like this this is the person that God sent to me while I was in this dark place to let me see the light, man. Right. That's facts. That's deep. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we oftentimes use sex to fill these... Um, Voids. Voids. Right. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And, that's and bro, we all been there where after we was done with Shorty, we just wanted to say, all right, Shorty, you can go. Facts. Like, we've been there before. Ain't like no that temper- in another Yeah, yeah, Shorty, you gotta go. Yeah, peace out. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mom's about to come home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she, yeah. bought some, she bought some Sunny D. I need to get that. <laughs> My mom coming home from bingo. Come on, you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta roll out. Gotta yeah, go. but like we said, man, it's just temporary. But man, yeah, man. Bro, can, I can't imagine being a, a woman and knowing that somebody else is thinking that. Like he just said. Like but, I, I just gave you my body. But you don't know you don't know the woman's mindset going it, into the situation. Because exactly. Because she might be the same way. Like, oh yeah. Exactly. I'm in here to get in and get out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh so so at this point, let's let's ask this question. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to your children? Like what's the conversation like? And how do you how do you apply, how do you connect what you see? Mm-hmm. How to curve it to mm-hmm. what they tell you in church, and then in turn you telling your children. With me, uh, people don't know, listeners. I have I have two daughters. I have a uh, two month daughter, and then I have a two year old daughter. Um, with me, I'm kind of nervous to have this conversation um, because who's to say how this world is going to be 15 years from now? But I'm gonna make it very cut and dry. I'm gonna tell them my 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 experiences, my my perspective and views on things. And I'm a I'm gonna bring the book, the Bible, to them. Show them different scriptures and all that to right. let them know that um that no matter what, God is with you. But you mm-hmm. but you definitely um have to make the right decisions because the devil will try to attack your mind. Right. And that the devil will definitely uh tempt you. But mm-hmm. um I'm gonna definitely. Pushing in their head to really just wait until you till you get married. Wait until you get married. Um, I really can't see my daughter having a boyfriend or a husband at all. So like, it's kind of <laughs> hard to really even say that out of my mouth. But yeah, like I'm a really, I'm a really give them re- give it to them real cut and dry. And it's not going to be all watered down. Like I, I want to really like put it in their mind. Like this is this is what sex is, and give them all the supporting details that I didn't get growing up. Yeah, I'm going to be 100 with mine. I'm going to give them the good and the bad. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's going to feel good in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, afterwards, it's going. this is what else you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, like he said, you got to be 100 with them. You gotta, I'm going to just, you know, put it on them to, like, you know, wait it out a little bit longer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Don't don't let, um you know what I mean, your environment or people around you, because that's going to happen. You know right. what I mean? There's, there's going to be people, other people whispering in your kids' ear. Mm-hmm. That's real life. That's just, yeah, that's just a part of life. You know what I mean? And there's literally, yeah, like you said, the devil, you know what I mean? He can use anybody to just come and, uh, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. But yeah, I'm just putting it on him like, yeah, just wait it out. Just wait it out. And I'm going to also say, uh, I'm I'm your parent regardless. Mm-hmm. You might you might mess around. You might slip up. But I'm your parent regardless. I'm still going to be here regardless with open arms right. to comfort you and be there for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you you did wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely tell you you did wrong. But I'm going to lead you right back to, to, to the right path again. Mm-hmm. I think um, for me, 
I think my son is at that age now. Mm-hmm. How old is he? He's eleven. Okay. That he's starting to notice stuff, and you know he's not silly, he's not stupid. So I know that he knows stuff. He's very mature for his age. He bro. is. He yeah. he really about thirty eight. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Really I can tell with the photo shoot we did. I said, yeah, he's very extremely mature. You're trying yeah. to balance his checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing though. But it is. I, I I keep it very blunt and hundred mm-hmm. with my son. Mm-hmm. Like I will say. Look, hey, she thicker than a snicker, but mm-hmm. <laughs> calm down, killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I know y'all say y'all. I don't know if I'm going to ever tell him not to have sex. Okay. I'm going to give him the op, like, I'm going to present the option to him because I'm going to tell him, like y'all said, everything that goes along with sex, soul mm-hmm. ties, um, it feels good. I would suggest, I'm going to suggest to him that he waits. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm not going to be like, you should wait. I'm going to be like, look, when that time comes, make an intelligent decision. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to get into no sexist debates or none of that. Would you have carried it differently if you, if you were? Would you would you carry it differently if you if it was your if you is a daughter instead of a uh, son? So mm-hmm. I feel like me honestly, I would carry it differently if I had a son or two sons or one son and a mm-hmm. daughter instead mm-hmm. of having two daughters. No, you wouldn't. No, and I say that because, well, for a few reasons. I understand that if I had a daughter, she can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. But this this concept that society believes that because she carries the baby, like it's this, it's this belief kind of like it's not as much as the on the dad, mm-hmm. which it should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to present it to my son the same way if he, if he was a girl. Like, I know that you're going to be tempted with sex. I understand that. Whether you in middle school, high school, college, mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing stuff. Same thing with my daughter. You're going to start seeing stuff. I would suggest that you don't have sex. But like your point, I, my son, me and him already have a relationship where he feel like he can bring anything to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about him being afraid to tell me like, oh, dad, I had sex with this girl without a condom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's pregnant or not. And mm-hmm. the same thing with my daughter. I'm not going to be like, hip, hip, hooray, if she came back pregnant. Because um, you made, oh, you decided that you wanted to have sex. Nah, cuz. But I'm not going to shun her either. No. Nah, you know I'm what I'm saying? Good. I'm definitely going to sit them both down, or if one was the other one, mm-hmm. and explain to them sex is X, Y, and Z. Right. Like, it's fun and all. Just make intelligent decisions. If you decide to have sex, wear a condom. Right. If, my, if I had a daughter, and I'm like, if you want to have sex, buy your own condoms. Because I, I personally think women should have their own condoms. If they plan on having sex with a guy, because you know, you know, how guys is you know, and that's the reason why I ask because um, I'm not saying females can't be like dudes, but it's just like it seemed like growing up, like dudes. I know me personally, like being straight dogs. You feel me? Like straight dogs, like hounding the females, getting to it. It's like females. They 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 trying to worry about doing their schoolwork. They doing cheerleading and all yeah. that. You feel me? They got their head on straight. But dudes, it's like for us, we. I'm not saying that we're not still like getting A's and B's and doing everything right, but it's right. just like we we are focused on that. And, and y'all know what that is. Running through Frank that groups. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. What, that's that, why I said the talk is gonna be different. Bro, and that's the problem, cause mm-hmm. guys are again, black guys are taught to prioritize mm-hmm. chasing women. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And that starts at third grade, third below third grade. And you're mm-hmm. taught that you hear that growing up. Growing up, everything else is secondary. Right. Then, they, you, then you got to think about the music people listen to exactly, nowadays. Right. Yeah. Their favorite rapper talking about how they got all these women, how they be, 
yeah, this, that, and the third with this type of woman, this type of woman. So, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and those people and kids look up to them people. So, right. that, why not do that? You know right. what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not knocking anybody that lives that lifestyle. Right, right. I wouldn't suggest that lifestyle. No, right, right. All right. right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, it's just so. from the outside looking in, it just looks so perfect. So, yeah. It looks so much fun. They it got all so the fun. money, got yeah. all the girls, got all the nice clothes and nice whips, just everything right. that you want in life. Right. But the end, and again, that speaks to how we grew up as black kids. Mm-hmm. We grew up trying to reach that goal. Right. Just like in other uh, ethnic groups, that is normalized. Like everybody has money. Right. So it's not like something you inspire after. You know what I'm saying? But growing up black, like, and then we have flashy, we grew up with the flashy lifestyle in front of us. Mm-hmm. The rappers, the mm-hmm. women, drug the cars, dealers, the yeah. drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Like we always say, people say that we glorify the drug dealer. But I mean, it's sad, but you're a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. Some people make it out, but some people don't. They become the product of their environment. Right. And that's the lifestyle that's presented to them. Mm-hmm. Right. So therefore, they move into that direction. Facts. Um. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna teach my son about the ins and outs of sex, mm-hmm. as you should. Yeah, and how it mess your mind up. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy part. It's I think I don't think a lot of people realize soul ties until look how many women and men go crazy over a girl or a boy they was having sex with, and then they not with that person no more. Facts, mm-hmm. facts. You know what I'm saying? It's not just because oh he was nice to me and now I can't find nobody else to be nice mm-hmm. to. Me. That's not it. No. That's not it. Right. It's a certain, it's a connection that you have, you especially know when saying? it's like your your, your first time, yo. Yeah, it's that's your a first time. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna keep going back to the person no matter how bad they do you wrong. Yeah, then you're gonna people get to stalking people, mm-hmm. looking at their social media, yeah, yeah, seeing who you know. I mean, uh, seeing who they messing with now, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bro, it can go, it can get out there. Yeah, and get out there for sure. It's, it's bad juju, man. Facts. It's definitely bad juju. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I was, I was again thinking about this driving today, and sex and things of that nature, and different other stuff. It moves us away from the promises of God. Mm. Facts. Further and further away. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But the good thing about God is you can always come back home. Right. Look at, hey, come on, somebody. Listen, listen, nah, I felt nah, that. that's for I felt real. that, bro. For I real. That. That's. The, it's like, it's like, it's like, like you, you know, you have to repent. Yeah. You know, you have to repent. Truly like, repent. True, exactly. Truly repent. Emphasize on that, and and actually mean it. Right. And don't don't keep repenting and don't going back and doing the same thing. Yeah. But you know, once you repent and you let that thing go, God's gonna be there waiting for you. Yeah, open man. arms. God's God's love for us is like so crazy, bro. Right. It, it's like like that song, "Reckless Love." Like, bro, He's not crazy, but His love for you is yeah. like, bro. Like when we sin, it, what's the number they said? It's like, um, dang, I forgot the number. How much it hurts him, mm-hmm. but but his love for you is, is so crazy that he mm-hmm. brings you right back. You know what right. I mean? And, and John fifteen sixteen says, um, "You didn't choose me; I chose you." Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? So like, you got when you think about that, bro. Like that's deep. Like through everything, through all the through all the sin you did, through all the times where you didn't want to talk about the guy, all the times you were just ashamed of God mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's still calling. He's still chasing after you. You know what I mean? And, that's crazy to think about, bro. Look how he did Samson. Hmm? Samson called him like, look, God, I need one more. Hmm. Slide me some strikes real quick. Yes. Yeah. One more chance. One more chance. And um, <clears throat> to God, to Reek's point about God, God love is it's without conditions. Facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, 
You can go all the way left, mm-hmm. and he gonna love you like you never left. No right. expi- exp- expiration date on God's love. Mm. That's a bark. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should become a, a Christian rapper or something. Go all the way left. He loves you like you never left. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed this conversation. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. good, bro. Um, so, yeah, just like we were saying, if you choose to have sex, it's your world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we I'm ain't just, here to judge. We're right, just, we're not just here all. to give our perspectives and our point of views and help steer you to, in, into the right direction. That's all. Yeah. So, with that, um, that concludes this episode. Mm-hmm. But make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Part two. Let's talk about sex part, part two. two. Female perspectives. We're going to have special guests on, mm-hmm. two, two guests on, so mm-hmm. you don't want to miss it. We're don't excited about that. They're excited about that. Super mm-hmm. excited. And we hope you're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to pray out and get on, get, get up out of here. Before we start praying, uh, make sure you guys follow us on all um, podcasts. <laughs> Social media platforms <laughs> at Saved and Such and all social media uh, platforms at Saved and Such. That's at S A V E D N S U C H. Make sure you guys engage and uh, DM us, comment, share, like, all that good stuff. And uh, make sure you guys turn in your notification bells to subscribe to our um, uh, podcast platforms. Subscribe. We definitely need that. Definitely. Keep That's sharing, on. keep helping us promote, man. Like I said, we're just trying to help grow. Um, and as we're growing, we want you to grow with us. That's, that's everything. Oh, big one, happy family. Be a part of the Saved and Sets family. <laughs> Whether you saved or such. Right, uh, right, right. It doesn't matter. We're we'll all, we all here, right? right. And we got to meet you where you are. And we love the feedback. Um, I done had a couple people call me trying to sing the theme song. Y'all love that theme song. <laughs> Shout out to Brittany Knight for the theme song. That's 14 Girl on Instagram. Uh-huh. Theme song is bad catchy, bro. Yeah, it is. Uh, Reminds me of something in like the nineties, right? right. Like okay, living, like, single. living single, it's living yeah. single. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Brittany. Yeah, like Trey said, make sure you subscribe on your. We'll be on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Anything you could think of. Anything we so out there. We're gonna be we're gonna be on YouTube soon too. So Definitely. YouTube's are coming. Yeah. YouTube's it's coming. coming. It's coming. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this moment, God. Thank you for bringing us here today, God. Thank you for this episode, God. Let something we said touch somebody live or stir some type of conversation, God. Lead those as your lost children back to you, Jesus. And let them understand that we're not judging them, and you're not judging them, God. You forgive us, God, and you mm-hmm. throw things in the sea of forgiveness for your sake, God. And that you love us unconditionally, God. So bless everybody that's under the sound of our voice, God. And we ask you to do these things. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm Cliff Anderson. It's your boy Trey. Tariq Cole. Keep that outro music we love. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>